Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And it's technically summer's been over for like 20 days, but we're still having 36 degree days, so whatever. Conrell is. I hate you, Australia, <laughs> you piece of crap. Oh. Well, you know, it's charging our Kryptonian solar cells, Connor. No, it's melting mine. <laughs> It's too much sun. It's not like All Star Superman where I get super cancer. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just I'm just melting and dying horribly. So, yeah, yeah. But um, oh, and in advance, apologies for any technical difficulties because we've actually spent an hour mm. getting the mics working and stuff, and who knows if feedback will end up in the episode or some crap. So just apologies in advance if there is any. But little hopefully... uh, Mixy Mitt Spitlick has been uh, you know uh, playing with the wires. Or something. Also One known as Skype. I think Skype is his current manifestation <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the the twenty first century. Um Skype. But uh yes. you know, on to on to cheerier things. Mm. So did we get any feedback for, for all seasons? I don't think we did. We did. Uh, oh we did? We... I, I know we got some from Mr. Tate. Yeah, that yeah, that's the one I was thinking about. I don't think we got uh, any from anyone else? Shame. Oh, but, uh, come on, super listeners, get your pencil, sharpen them. Come on, right do you remember in. that guy? Who? Uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, he would have like a a section of shame or something. I can't remember. Darren Hinch. And maybe there was like one where he put he put like a twenty dollar note on the ground. <laughs> And Let's like he people... would have like a yeah. string or something, he people would try to pick it up and like <laughs> if they or 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 they would um or someone would drop it. Yeah, no, they he would have someone drop it and if they picked it up and didn't give it back, he'd be like shame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit like scared of that now. You you know, I saw I was walking down the street, this is no lie, just probably a couple of weeks ago, and I think there was like a twenty fifty dollar bill just on the on the yeah. on the on the pavement or the footpath. And no one was picking it up. No, that's where it was. I was at a shopping center. I was heading out of the shopping center. It was near the front entrance, and it was busy mm-hmm. as. There was a 20 or $50 bill note, I can't remember, and people weren't picking, <laughs> picking it up. I was the same. I was looking at it going, should I, shouldn't I? I don't want to look like I'm a, you know, I'm a greedy guts. And then as I walked by it, I'm thinking, bloody hell, I should have just done it. Why not? I mean, it's there, isn't it? It's not like, it's not like what you said. It's not like I saw someone drop it. And I just pick it, and it was just lying there. Was, was it wrong? Was it wrong not to? Ray. Yes. Shame. Shame. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that could have done a few good comics, you know, twenty bucks, couple of good, couple of good issues. But yeah. anyway, anyway, we do have. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna. Good... Yeah, I'm gonna. Look, we have. We have people comment on the mm-hmm. thing who haven't read it, so I'm gonna we'll just read out the one from the person who has read it, I think. Sure. Sure. Um so from Noel Tate, the guy who requested exactly. this issue. It starts off lovely. I agree with Connor. I'd say nine point five ah, hated already. mostly sorry. <laughs> mostly for the art. But a ten as far as the Superman stories I've read, which is only maybe four or five. I've only read a few of more stories, whatever happens to the man of tomorrow and for the man who has everything. Well, they are pretty good stories, but I highly recommend you read more. Maybe, maybe the stories covered by this podcast, even. exactly, or maybe could, uh, Batman, you... Superman, Aliens, and Predator. Yes, truly, <laughs> uh, 
you know, I was about to say an Oscar worthy, but Oscars don't really mean anything, so nah, may as well be Oscar worthy. Yeah, but uh, I'm waiting anyway. for I'm waiting for another issue to be worse than that, so I can stop referencing that because I want to reference like a <laughs> another know, bad issue. Yeah, yeah like Superman, or whatever. If only yeah. this was like the Iron Fist podcast and we covered things in like a order. Because, man, there are some pieces of crap Ooh. that I have read uh, over on the Iron Fist that's podcast, right. you that's off- for sure. You offloaded um, to me just prior to the show about a particular issue. Was terrible. <laughs> Awful. Uh, Any Iron Fist listeners? Other, yeah, other podcast. Uh, yeah. Yes, check out our new episode, which would, be, which would have been up by the time this is released. Yes. Uh, Great really episode, terrible. but awful book. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Lots of talking, ham-fisted, bomb, IRA crap that's just not interesting at all. Uh, leave that to Garth Ennis, you know. Just, <laughs> just, oh, it's terrible. Um, but anyway, uh, on to good things. Yes, sorry, uh, did I, I, have you read all of Noel's message? Yes. Oh, you did, okay, sorry, I thought I'd, I'm in the mood for interrupting Connor tonight. Well, it's good that we got the mic working because you interrupted the <laughs> yeah. weird echo feedback thing. Yeah, that, that's uh, it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have a, another request from Phil. Uh, his last request was uh, Batman, the the Dark Knight over Metropolis storyline. Yes. Uh, and this time we have uh, Chuck Dixon and two Nightwing issues. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Interesting combination. Good, which I've already said were good, which spoils my opinion. I ah, guess. Um, but how good? But yeah, yes, how good is a good question because mm. it can be good, but there's varying degrees of good, you know. So yes, uh, yeah. What were you saying? It was an uh, it's an interesting combination. Kind of again, you know, not knowing much of the DC universe, um, being yeah. a bit more familiar with Superman, uh, getting introduced to this uh, Mister Nightwing. Um, apparently, quite a quite a popular chap. Um, Very popular, yeah. I tell you, obviously, I, I know that he was a Robin, right? And and he's well, he's he's Dick Grayson, Dick he's Grayson. The original okay. Robin. So yeah. he's got the acrobatic skills. He's kind of like um, I'm assuming he's kind of like a Daredevil, you know, except for obviously no sense. You know, he's just acrobatic and agile, and he's a ninja. Does he have ninja training, all all that sort of stuff? Well, yeah, he has he has all of Batman's all of training. training. Yeah, yeah, um. yeah. So it's interesting to see these two together. I must say, um, and interesting because I know, I know Phil Phil me and Perich is a big Nightwing fan. So um, yeah, it was good to good to see what the fuss was all about. Yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, just. Have to readjust myself. <laughs> um, it's getting really shame, shame. Thought for readjusting myself. It's like I'm picking up notes off the floor. <laughs> um, you know, they're they're. Uh, um, I mean, they're, they're not. Uh, it is an interesting pairing, but it's not. It's not really an odd couple thing. Like they have, they do have a lot of history together. Okay. Um, because like, you know, uh, back in the, all the world's finest, like the silver age comics and stuff, it would always be Robin hanging out with Batman and Superman. So they have, they've had like a lot of adventures ah, right. yes. together. Yes. Um, and like in this continuity, they keep Nightwing naming himself after a Kryptonian vigilante. 
uh, that Superman. Oh, that's story. right, right, right. Yes, of yeah. Course. Yes. So. It's not in these issues, but uh, yeah. I've actually um, I read most of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Chuck Dixon's Nightwing Year One, okay, okay. Uh, which is really good. I recommend it. And there is a there is an issue. There is a Superman issue. Um, well, like an issue that has Superman as like the sort of focus, and uh, right. explains the origin of his name and stuff. So yeah. you know he's he's tied into Superman mythology as well as Batman, which is pretty cool. Yeah, okay. So he's got his um, his um, place in, in Superman mythology. Um, yeah. Who is the... Um, who's a Robin these days, then? Right now. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Damien right now. Damien. Uh, who's uh, Batman's son. Oh, okay. He's got a son yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Son with Talia. Oh, isn't she um, bad? Um. Yeah, but there were... I mean... She was more like... She wasn't really evil at first. Mm. She's kind of evil now, but you know they had a they had a night of romance, which led to Damien being born, which got retconned into. Yeah, I'm not even going to go into it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm salty about that retcon because I like Talia. So yeah, um, she's um uh, Al Ghul or whatever, isn't she? Is she yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Rachel Ghul's son. Who's... Uh, Oof, no, daughter. Oh, oh, okay. Daughter, daughter. Look, anything Sorry, goes. Come on, anything goes. These, come on. So yeah, yeah, sure. Well, biologically, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, okay. So Damien. So and then then we've got Jonathan. Is the um still not Superman? Still not the Superman. Well, he's Superman's not even a sidekick, is he? He's um just the son. Yeah. Superboy, he's just it's a hero in his own right, right? Superboy. Yeah, even though there's like another Superboy that already exists. Oh, is it? And, oh. and his name's Connor. Ah. But with an E, which is why I think all the Americans keep spelling my name with an E. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, right. Oh, okay. Connor, is he, is he what, what is he, related to Superman, is he, or? Uh, clone. Oh, okay. Uh, watch, watch Reign of the Superman. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Because um, it's that's the um, he's in it. The sequel, isn't it, to the death of yeah. Superman? Okay, okay. Will do. Yeah. Will do. Oh, I've actually I've I've uh, slowly made my way towards um, a bit more of Titans, the new Titans. Oh yeah. On Netflix has the um the Doom Patrol. That was pretty cool. Um, that's really slow. So like I'm on episode three, or something like that. Three or four. Yeah, I think I think Doom Patrol's episode four. Episode four. And yeah. so tell me, tell me now. I mean, like, I don't care to be spoiled. The guy under the bandages, he's not, he's not invisible. What is he then? Is he? He's is he... he's negative man or something. I'm pretty sure. Oh. No, he's just he's a bunch of like plasma and stuff. Oh, um, cool. I thought it was. Don't just they invisible. explain it in the episode? No, no, she just. No, he's not the invisible man. I mean, because obviously yeah. that's like what the invisible man's design is. Um, yeah, yes, because Raven says you're not. She says you're not invisible. There, I. Uh, under that are you and he goes no and that was it i was like oh yeah what it is then yeah but uh okay it's okay me then. under the bandages that it could be another connor another connor under yeah. the bandages connor's are sprouting everywhere mm-hmm glorious <laughs> multiple connor <laughs> oh yeah um yeah so sorry sidetracked there um but enjoying it very very much yeah uh, much lee well it's kind of sidetracked because this character is in Titans. He's like the main Titan, really, like the leader of the group, I guess. Yes, yeah, so I don't understand that. He's he's going around as Robin, though. 
Yeah, he's not Nightwing yet in the show. Um, I'm guessing he'll become Nightwing, and I hope they keep the Kryptonian angle, but I'm not sure they will because it's, okay. you know, but I, yeah. you never know because we have Superboy in Season 2, so. Superboy. Yeah, yeah, ah. sure. It's, yeah, okay. Right, right. No, no, they're, they're all pretty good. Um, the Raven actor, I'm not, yeah, kind of, yeah, she's okay. So, yeah, but out of all of them, I think. Um, I think she's fine. She's also Australian. Oh, she Aussie. So. Okay. I think I think well, Robin's changed my Australian opinion. too. Sorry? I think Robin's Australian too. No, is he? Yeah, I'll look it up. Hang on. Oh. Okay. Now who do I like most out of there? Um I like uh Uh Yeah. Stuff is okay. Starfire. Starfire, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> what am I <laughs> Yeah. All right, you're on the ball. Just testing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's played by an Aussie. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I uh, I probably like Beast Boy the best. Oh, actually, yeah, him. I forgot about him. He's good. Although it's a bit annoying as he has to carry his clothes around with him. That's all. Yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I, I Robin was my favorite, but then he ended up really like annoying me a few times. So uh. Beast Boy, Beast Boy never annoyed me. Um, yeah, actually, I forgot about him. He's pretty good. Um, the, the CGI. Yeah, he's not, he's not yeah. in it much at the start. No. Uh, no. But you know. It's a oh, I, th- I think the CGI is what it is. It doesn't really bug me. You know, it's a TV show. I know, but like you got Starfire's, you know, effects that look great. But anyway, anyway, it is hard to do an animal, I guess. Yeah, a green animal. It. A green animal and a tiger or whatever. <laughs> it's, yeah, pretty hard. You know, he's pretty cool, actually. Beast Boy. Yeah, I like, yeah. like him as well. Yeah, and uh, this, this, as I said, this is related because Dick Grayson is an on and off member of the Teen Titans and he's mm-hmm. a founding, founding member. So, mm. you know. Uh, although uh, Dick Grayson in that show is a lot more violent and angry than he is <laughs> in the comics. He certainly is, uh, isn't he? He um, doesn't hold his punches. No, he doesn't. Uh, that that show sort of turns everyone into like a hyper violent sort of person. Um, Do you think that's a direct um, influence from the the Marvel Netflix? You know, they thought maybe we should do this. No, um, because it doesn't seem. It seems a little out of place. They can. They don't have to do that hyper violence. I, I don't see how yeah, it adds to it. There are some parts because there's there's okay. an episode. There's some episodes where Robin is talking to. I won't spoil who it is, but, like, this other person's really violent, and Robin's like, hey, dude, chill out, you know. Joker. You can't, Joker? You can't beat up. No, no. no. He wouldn't be telling the Joker to chill out. He'd be <laughs> crap at it. Um, but he's like, hey, man, you know, you can't beat up cops so violently and stuff, and then you have right. Nightwing throwing, like, his... Gangbuster, the, is it? You have Gangbuster. Robin, no. Oh. You have Robin throwing his, like, darts into people's eyes and stuff a few episodes earlier. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah true. Um, I'm a, I really do dig Robin's, um, th- you know, throwing stars, um, the little mm. R's. They're good. They are good. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, it doesn't bug me that much, Robin's violence in the show, but it does feel like violence for the sake of violence. I feel yeah, like his that's, character that's, yeah. that's what would I'm make, I feel like his character should be a bit less violent. Although they do point out he's violent, but I don't know, I guess... Yeah, uh, but d- they they could have they could have put their violence quota in uh, Raven yeah. easily because she's killing people like you know horrifically. So yeah, or, or in the bad guys, or Hawk and Dove, they were pretty cool. Or the bad guys, yeah, that that family or whatever they are. I don't know what they are. I mean, Hawk and Dove look cool, but man, they're they annoying. Look, 
They look cool. Um, yeah, they do. Uh, okay, like, they get a bit. That love triangle thing just killed me. Like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> That's not not um, comic book accurate at all, is it? No, I don't think so. Oh, and okay. it's it's also just annoying. It's like the best thing about Hawk and Dove is like they're such a cool team, and then yeah. they have this dumb love triangle. Ah. But uh, stupid whatever. Robin. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was one of the points he annoyed me. I'm just like, come on, dude. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and a very good. It's a very good uh, show. But Reign of the Superman, bringing it back to Superman, I will definitely check it out. Yeah, and it doesn't actually spoil the comic that much. Uh, yeah, like the reveals of who they all are will be spoiled. But like, there's some moments in the comic that didn't make. Yeah. The movie, when like there's oh. some of the best moments in the comic, in my opinion. So right. Right. Oh, hang on. Also, Connor. Sorry, I've been. Well, I can't say stalking, but you know, since uh, I'm on that letterboxed now or whatever, oh, yeah. I think I see what you you've been watching. Or, or was that on Facebook? You, you watched the Batman uh, and Scooby Doo. Oh uh, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, I watched that Scooby Doo Brave and the Bold crossover because I love Batman Brave and the Bold. I think it's great. What is a Brave Have you ever and the Bold? What is a Brave and the Bold? What it's just that? kind of like a campier Batman. Oh, okay. It's very fun. Oh, that will suit the Scooby Doo gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's very it's very Adam West style Batman. But oh, there's there's yeah. like, you know, it's it's very well done. I highly recommend it. The the Superman episode's hilarious. It has him getting beaten up by Crypto. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen the old. Uh, there, there would have been Batman cartoon back like a la Adam West, wouldn't there? Yeah, yeah, because I, so. I yeah I, I kind of remember vaguely that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so shall we get into this issue? Let's do it. So we're doing the... Um, yeah, Blue the... Ta- is it Blue Taven? Is that how you pronounce it? Blue ha- Yeah, I thought it was... Yeah, because it's got the um, little dots over the U. Yeah, it does. I thought, you know, let's be just... I was even to say Bloodhaven, but I'm sure... People that read that sort of text will be going, "You friggin' philistines! It's it's Bloodhaven." So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so let's just call it that every time we say it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so this is not. This is I'm excited. This is thanks, Phil, for you know Nightwing. This is my very first Nightwing. Well, yeah, one of my first Nightwing issues, issue thirty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are you ready to fly over to Bloodhaven? The Bloodhaven. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Up. Up. Up, Up and, and away. away! Yes, well, we have just passing through. Nightwing just handled a van jacking. Oh, sorry, let me start that again. Sorry. It's a bit oddly worded. It is, yeah. <laughs> Nightwing just handles a van jacking when surprisingly Superman arrives to help him out. Superman accompanies Nightwing on patrol. Chief Redhorn holds a press conference talking about his action to handle all Gotham refugees coming to Bloodhaven. But when the reporters see Superman flying by the police headquarters, Redhorn is no longer in the spotlight. Superman and Nightwing arrive at the Zephram Moore housing project. The property has a new owner and a lawyer tells the Gotham refugees that they have to leave the area until next morning. Superman blows away the lawyer's paperwork to buy the people some time, but Nightwing wants to solve the problem at its root. 
he knows that the company which bought the premises uh, belongs to Blockbuster. So Superman and Nightwing pay the crime boss a visit. They convince him to leave the refugees alone, otherwise Superman would come to Bloodhaven more often and interfere in Blockbuster's other businesses. After leaving, Superman uh, tells Dick that Blockbuster has an enlarged heart and might not live another year. When Superman flies out of Bloodhaven, Dick thinks about the distrust Batman has for Superman because he is not from Earth. But in Dick's eyes, Superman is more human than anybody else. Meanwhile, Nightwing plans his revenge on the thugs who shot him. And for Ooh. the record, that Nightwing is a different Nightwing. Yeah, different it really confused me. I didn't even know it was another Nightwing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with this cover first, and mm-hmm. then we'll get into the story. Um, so I like it, mm-hmm. but there is one problem I have with it. Um, the muscles? No. Okay. Um, Nightwing looks too young, I think. Okay, isn't he always he, like? Isn't he young? Like, no, he's not. Okay. He's not. He he's an adult here. Um, okay. Because he, he's he, not like he looks like a kid on the cover. Well, he definitely looks like I thought he was just a kid. Like not not a young kid. Like maybe a late teen. Throughout. No, the he's edition. not. He's not late teens. I mean. I don't know how old he is, but I'm assuming he's mid twenties here. I'm okay. not sure. I, obviously, I haven't read this Nightwing run, right. so I'm not 100 percent sure. But like my basic Nightwing knowledge is that he is a, like a detective, right? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if he is at this point, but I re- I've read a Nightwing comic. I think it was past this, but uh, yeah, I feel like he's older. Um, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So that was one. That was a, a point down for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just, he just looks like Robin, which makes sense. He but does. like He he looks like he's like. 13 or 14, in very, my opinion. And he the, very uh, much looks like a sidekick still, doesn't he? He can't escape that shadow. Like, Superman's well, there, the stalwart. But isn't he his own thing now? Nightwing's like yeah, a, an independent... That's, that's the idea, I think, of this cover. It's Superman and Nightwing, when, like, instead of Batman and Robin. You know what I mean? But this is Nightwing's um, book. He should be the one standing tall and proud. Not if you have a Superman be. as a guest star. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, okay, okay. Hey, Nightwing doesn't want to have to tank the bullets. That's Superman's job. <laughs> no, that's true. You get him to stand in front. Yeah. Yeah, you can just smirk behind. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good... Scott McDaniel's art is... Yeah, know? actually, let's let's read out the credits. Yes, yeah, so. Um, so Chuck Dickens... Uh, <laughs> Chuck Dickens. <laughs> Chuck Dixon <laughs> does the story. Scott McDaniel does the pencils. Mm-hmm. Carl Story, not Carl Stout, does Ooh. the inks. Yeah. Rebecca Tours, I'm sorry, does the colors. Jameson, color separations. John Costanza, who really gets around, does the letters. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Illage is associate. And uh, Scott Peterson and Darren Vincenzo are the editors. So mm. I'll give that out. Uh, continue with your. Yeah, just um, it's. I think it's a decent. Um, it's a decent cover. It's nice. It's um, uh, it's dynamic. You know, with Superman yeah. stopping all the bullets and. And you can see the spotlight and like the ring of bullet holes around there, uh, behind uh, Dick, um, and yeah, Dick looking a little bit cheeky there, just in the background. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, this was good. I mean, I like, I do like McDaniel's um, art. Yeah. In some ways, with his use of the black and white of, of the light and dark shading, uh, it's very yeah. like pop, um, pop culture kind of thing. If I can, maybe like this, there's a lot of. I feel like this art should annoy me, but it doesn't. 
because mm. it's done really well. Like, even if I'm not a big fan of the style, like, it's just done yeah. well, so I can't really oh, complain. Well, yeah, see, I'm a little different. I mean, like, I do like the app, but I think in this issue, there were some inconsistencies that were my quibbles. Mm. But anyway, but yeah, but anyway, that's, I mean, we're only dwelling on the, on the, the cover, right, so far? Yeah, all yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, you like the cover as well. Look, if you look at it long enough, it looks a bit weird with Superman having all those orange spikes coming out of him. You know, they're bullets, right? Yeah, I know, I know. But okay, like, I was no, but I know, but if you stare at it long enough, it just looks like he's... It's kind of like that with a lot of things, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of get you. Yeah. Um... Because it's so, I mean, again, it's it's a type of art because it's not... It's kind of so full, like the mm. orange and yellow, just so full in, yeah, in its presence. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's. I mean, it's great. It's a good art. It's a good cover. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, and it, you know, it sets up the issue pretty well. Um, so I yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this issue. Uh, you said it was a light read because you read it for me, and you're correct. Yes. Um, but I, I still really enjoyed it because it's such a, I mean, cause the big thing you compare this to, and it draws comparisons to this is, you know, Superman and Nightwing's dynamic as opposed to Superman and Batman's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Cause Batman's an asshole. <laughs> like, no, he is. <laughs> and like a lot of, a lot of his team ups with Superman is just them being all rrr, rrr, with each other. Yeah. And it was so refreshing to see this team up where there's just no animosity whatsoever. Mm. And he's like, Oh, Hey, you're here. We can get some stuff done while you're here. I'll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not every day you have Superman in town. So it's true. It's good to see them together. And it, it's again, it's great to see that uh, Superman is, I guess, respected for his, his uh, sheer power when he when he makes his way mm. to Bloodhaven. Um, and, and you can see that with Redhorn. And uh, that was a little funny moment there um, of them yeah. looking at him flying and a lot more interested in Superman than they are with uh, Chief Redhorn talking about, you know, cleaning up the streets. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I did enjoy the relationship, um, how both of them played off each other. There were a yeah. couple of, I thought, clunky bits of um, dialogue in, in the scenes. Like, there was one scene where they're, um, they're just on, on the rooftop uh, and mm-hmm. they're just talking about, let me just bring it up here. Uh, and Superman's asking Nightwing, you know, why did he come to a blood haven? Uh, and... Um, you know, he says, oh, because uh, it's got a bit, it's like Gotham and, and, um, and Metropolis. And then they just start talking, I mean, Superman goes on about how, you know, the job's big and he takes on his shoulders and sometimes having all this power isn't, you know, what it's cracked up to be. I, I just felt like, you know, it, it felt a little bit like filler to me, that, that talking, just to, to kind of I... get from one scene to the other. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a bit clunky, but yeah. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't think it's filler. Yeah, okay. Uh, I get the impression because this is like I think this is the first time Chuck's writing Superman. And he obviously wanted to bring him in. Yeah. So he's kind of doing his characterization okay. and his take on Superman here. Yeah. Because yeah. this this is like the only time Superman really goes into his character, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And oh. like I. Th- I liked it because it it is a it is a thread a common thread with Superman is like he mm-hmm. 
all his power and it's like there's only so much he can do against corruption yeah like he he hasn't been able to clean out suicide slum yeah like that's still suicide slum so uh, yeah that's true i mean yeah uh, yeah i mean i feel like nightwing is kind of agreeing with him anyway so there's no yeah i mean so they're just chatting and they're just like yeah. I, anyway, I, I I thought it was just a little, a little uh, moment of of quiet before you know they get thrust into the next uh, action set or next uh, well, I, task. Yeah, and I, I think that's good though because like they they've been constantly moving around. Yeah. Really, ever since Superman showed up, like they've had that little talk at the start, but like this is you know a time yeah. for both their characters to have a conversation and see how they you know see their points of view and essentially they do agree with each other. Mm. Like the these panels. Like, I agree, some of it was a bit clunky, but they essentially, okay, it told me about these characters and their dynamic yeah. together and their views on, like, you know, how they, like, you know, their, their views on um, superheroing, mm. yeah, for a word. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and it also establishes, like, you know, Dick and the chip on his shoulder with Batman as well. Yeah. Like, I don't want to turn into that crazy guy. It just seems so general. Like very general, what they're saying. Like I, I, we've, we've. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I get what you, I get what you mean. Yeah, um, it doesn't like dig deep are, into it. These are things that they would say to anyone. Like it's not really yeah. specific to these two. Like Superman would say that to anyone he's teaming up with. Them, yeah, you know. Like that doesn't really dig deep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's I guess, a... I guess Nightwing. Yeah, on on Superman's side, it, yeah. He, he he says that to anyone, but like Nightwing's side, he is talking about Bruce specifically because you know, yeah, Superman knows how crazy Bruce is. <laughs> then, um, then not Nightwing's trying to pour his heart out, and then Superman shoots. Yeah, and Superman him. tells him to shut up. Well, I mean, <laughs> he hears trouble. Yeah, true. I mean, like, well, he doesn't he doesn't hear gunshots or anything. No, no, he doesn't. I guess there's raised voices, but that that brings me to like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Is where Superman just blows like oh yeah, back. and it just it. It harkens back to bashing the governor's door down in that famous uh, <laughs> Action Comics one. You know, this is a yeah. Superman who just doesn't tolerate bullies. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, he has to be by the book, but sometimes he's just like, you know what? Screw being by the book. I'm going to put these bullies in their place. And that's what I love. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's a really nice little moment for me. Yeah. Okay. Look, you know, and look, coming from... Uh, um, the construction industry, the building industry, myself, my my bread and okay. butter. Uh, looking at this, and look, albeit they are refugees, Gotham ref- refugees, um, I just I, I couldn't uh, accept this whole thing about you know you've got to get out you know by you know that to me it's just like that would never happen like you know and and I I understand that you know Superman gives him a few extra days. By blowing back paperwork, but to me it's like no, no, that's that's not that's yeah. not going to stop anything. Um, you know, number one, it's not going to. They haven't got a right, like in in Western civilization, or, you know, or society. There'd never be some edict to say that you know you can come in with with guns and stuff and and just tell people to get lost out of the building that day or the next day. And then number two, blowing away the paperwork. That's that's not going to stop them. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, they they do like he does say that's not going to stop them. Yeah, no, it will give him a few days. I know, but I guess it's a and double like hit. It, and it goes it goes on to that point. Like Superman does have an idea. Yeah. You know, and he does have a thing to stop them. 
Um, other than that, I agree with you. Other than that, though, um, yeah. Because yeah, no, you're right. It is crazy that they just turn up and like, hey, you have to get out today. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have all these shotguns. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess mm. for me, I kind of just hand waved it because yeah. this city is like supposed to be a corrupted cesspool right now. Is the vibe I got from this comic that it's just kind of anarchy? Yeah, right. At the yeah. moment, uh, yeah, with money just buying whatever. Um, yeah. So I I just hand waved that, uh, and I like I just really enjoyed the the part where Superman blows them all over. So. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it's um, it is fun. I do look. I I'm not I'm not saying I I I do like Chuck Dixon's writing. I'm a big fan of his. Like he wrote a lot of Moon Knight, um, a lot of yeah. Punisher. Uh, he actually, yeah, he wrote some Conan. We we're just talking about Conan here just before. Um, so he's a good writer, very, very capable, mm. very talented. But um, so I guess I was expecting that sort of stuff from him here. Um, but it's a different sort of story. Um, and yeah. these circumstances that he has popping up, like with these guys with the guns and and trying to evict everyone, it seems, it just seems very quick. Um, same with that kind of scene with with, with Dick. What we were just saying, their conversation. I don't know, maybe the pacing just seems really quick or, or just really kind of... I guess uh, with the guys with the guns, I don't know, I just, as I said, I've just got I just got the Golden Age vibes from it where he mm. would, you know, he'd fight Slumlords and stuff. Yeah. I thought I thought that was like a nod to that era. Yeah. And I, I feel like that maybe that's something Chuck uh, wanted to rock, like put in his Superman story is that sort of, you know, Superman dealing with like the small scale stuff again. So yeah. I, I sort of took it as a nod to that as opposed to super like continuing the main investigation if that makes sense like i saw saw it as a character scene yeah they want to do and and i really liked it because as i said i i share that love for that era yeah yeah, as well um and like god just because you know especially around this era when this was written when superman was just so like angsty about you know oh i can't break the law Mm. stuff like that it's just refreshing to see him sort of go back to his roots for this scene yeah um in fact it it makes me uh, makes me kind of wish there was a chuck dixon superman run i was looking up Mm. other stuff chuck dixon wrote with superman apparently he wrote a superman and tarzan crossover like four issues which sounds very bizarre to be honest but um yeah (laughs) i mean yeah, it, it's something that I'll have to read because it's so bizarre. Um, yeah. I mean, and we should point out as well, like what you were just mentioning, Connor. So this was, yeah, Nightwing number 30, released 1999. So we're talking yeah. the end of the 90s, you know, pretty much into the new... Um, the new Millennium. Millennium, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was good. And then we get... Um, I don't know. Can we talk about this guy? Block is that his head? name? Block. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with him? What is? Is he? Is he? Has uh, he got gigantism? Is that I him? looked him up, and it's like some sort of um, like the like they had an illness and they had to be treated. Like he has an illness and he has to be treated with like experimental steroids, okay. which gives him like super strength, I guess, and stuff. Well, not not strong um, enough, obviously. No, because uh, <laughs> Superman puts him down pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Superman essentially goes, "Hey." don't move those tenements out. And he's like, you're going to stop me? And Superman's like, look, you can't win this fight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's very so, sure of himself, of course, because he's very powerful. Yeah. But um, Blockbuster has a crack at him. And uh, so, and he's a bit of a crime lord then, uh, Desmond Holdings. He seems to not just rely on his brawn, but he, um, I guess he builds an empire yeah. 
for himself. Yeah, I'm not. He seems to be a thorn in Nightwing's side. Probably a big thorn, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay, so you're not not familiar with him too much. No, no, I'm not. This is the only issue I've read with him in it. So. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, Superman points out to Nightwing that his heart's gonna blow up or something in like a year. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna give out. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. I guess that was the whole thing. He um, he's been pumping his body too much. It's um, can't handle the strain. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It, I, 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 you know, I just, I found this very enjoyable. I enjoyed reading it. Mm-hmm. I felt good reading it. it. Made me feel good. So you know. Yeah. Have you um, read much Nightwing or? No. Okay, because I'm wondering. I mean, like yeah. I've, I've read a lot of Nightwing in terms of I've read Batman with Nightwing in it. Okay, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I've read I've read a lot of Dick Grayson. Yes. Uh, so you know, Batman with Dick Grayson in it. Okay. Because you know, I, I'm familiar with his backstory and stuff. I've yeah. never delved into his solo runs, but like, I'm definitely a fan of the character. Yeah. No, he's, he's my pretty... favorite. Uh, Robin. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I can't, I can't doubt that. He's, um, he's pretty cool in this. Uh, I'm just wondering whether this is, and I know it's of its time as well, 1999. But I wonder if this is the tone that um, Nightwing usually, because I remember I've, I've only read one other Nightwing book, and I think it was with, um, with Rebecca, and uh, and the other Connor, my other co-host for another yeah. podcast. And uh, it was, I think it was maybe mid two thousand, so a bit, a bit later. Uh, and it was, I wouldn't say gritty, but it was a lot more um, grounded um, in this. Uh, it was very, very cool. It was very cool. I think it was night. I think it was Nightwing, and he teamed up with Midnighter. Um, yeah. Mm, and that was a, that was really good. Very yeah, different. Yeah, I'd, from Im- I'd imagine uh, he'd do a lot of really street level gritty yeah. stories, considering who he is. Um, yeah. But as you say, this is uh, this is fun. Yeah, this is a fun issue. Um, yeah, it's. I, I think a lot of it. I just. It's so refreshing just to see this dynamic with you know Superman and yeah. Nightwing because as as I said, Superman and Batman just have a very tense relationship, whereas these guys are so chilled around each other. Yeah, they play off each other well. You know, it's like they're having fun and I'm having fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Def- so, uh, definitely yeah. want to, yeah. Definitely want to check out more Nightwing um, from this. Like, yeah. he's, he's a fun character. I, I'd recommend uh, Nightwing Year One okay. by Chuck Dixon. Yep. Uh, which was not, not Chuck Dickens. No. No. Uh, so I believe it's actually <laughs> this run. It's like issue one hundred and one to one hundred and six or something. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's really good. Yep. I really like it. Um, it's similar tone to this. Yes. Uh, a bit like a bit less uh, light-hearted, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a bit actually, no, a bit more grounded is the term I'm looking for. Yeah. Despite the fact that he gets his name from a Kryptonian vigilante, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, no, not much to say. I mean, I've, I've always been a fan of these two characters interacting. I've always been a fan of Nightwing. So, okay. yeah, this is this is fun to read for me. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, any other small notes that maybe you want to? That guy's a big head. I've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if we can just talk quickly about the art, um, yeah. what I mentioned before, I, I found, like, I, I don't mind Scott McDaniel's art. Um, and like I said, like, he does really good with the um, use of, like, shadows and, and tone. Um, but sometimes, yeah, Superman's head looks a lot bigger than his body. Uh, 
there's a lot of proportional things um, I'm looking at like the seventh page say uh, and yeah he just he just sometimes looks a bit weird he draws Nightwing really well uh, yeah there's one fantastic pose here of Nightwing thrusting his pelvis towards the uh, towards the reader as they um, Superman flies towards you and, and Nightwing is um, you know pushing himself off with the with the the ropes, um, so he draws Nightwing really good, and there's some really nice heroic poses here of Nightwing kind yeah. of hunched, um, but but there's sometimes like even that Superman's head looks a little big, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, so there were little things that kind of drew me off a bit um, from the um, yep. from the story, uh, and yeah, what was my other, my other point was about Nightwing. Oh yeah, as well. I would have loved to have seen again because. Um, and I, I understand that you you don't have to have it every issue, but you know, being not too familiar with Nightwing, I wouldn't wouldn't mind to have seen him do stuff to kind of showcase what he can do a bit more. I mean, he's swinging around on the ropes, which is pretty good. Uh, I guess yeah, Superman pretty much did everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but Nightwing was giving him all the relevant information though. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I guess that's one of the things I liked about it is Nightwing's just taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. You know. Well, he's got a big, a big hitter in Superman. Why not use him? Eh? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, and finally, just this other knight in ITE wing. I do have no idea. Did you do you know about this character at all? No. no. Um, okay. Subplot for the ongoing. Mm. Run, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not not really in terms of in terms of subplots just happening in issues that aren't about the main story of the issue. This is one of the less egregious ones. Yep. Because it's only like at the end. It is, really. yeah, it is. It, oh. you just, yeah, I, I, I fobbed it off for myself as well. It's like it's, it's one page. It's whatever. It's there's... not like a Dark Knight over Metropolis where there's like a million characters mm. that you don't know who they are. Yeah, you can you really know? compartmentalize oh. this. Yeah, like there's yeah. obviously characters that uh, I would be more familiar with if I'd read the run, but I didn't need to. Like I was never confused yeah. reading this. Yeah, oh. sure. Yeah, I mean I wasn't as well. It's like I knew it was. Like another plot, just like, yeah, whatever. That's good. That's for another time. Yeah. So, uh, do we want to do ratings for this issue? Yeah, for sure. Can we do it out of big yeah. heads? Or... <laughs> <laughs> big heads? Why not? Um, so I believe I went first for for all seasons, ah, right? Ah, okay. Cool. Yeah. Look, um, you know, I thought this was a, I thought this was a fun issue. Like I said, uh, I'm really appreciating the character Nightwing. So Phil, you know. It's a really cool character. I, I really respect that as well. Um, a few hang-ups, what I said about the some of the writing uh, and a little inconsistencies with the art. Um, the writing, I thought, yeah. I mean, it was it was an easy read. It was a light read. Um, it didn't seem for me to take a, enough of a deep dive, I thought. And I understand, of course, all comic issues don't have to. But uh, I kind of wanted a little bit more meat to the to the bones mm. here. So um, I'd, I'd have to give it maybe... I'd say 5.5 big heads. Um, okay. Five and a half big heads. Yeah. Um, how about yourself, Connor? Um, I'll probably give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, less, you know, as, as I said, like, rating scales differently depending on what I'm reading. Yep. So I know I'm reading just this sort of, like, one-off team-up, fun team-up. So, yes. you know, I, I really I really enjoyed it. I love both of these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I, I like I like Dick more than Batman, uh, more than Bruce. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Had fun reading it. Okay. It was a, it was a good little comic book. Cool. Uh, yeah, makes me want more Superman and Nightwing stuff, and there is plenty more, I'm sure. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm keen to read more. Yeah. Hmm. All right, well, shall we get on to the next issue then? Let's do it. Okay. So, we have Action Comics 771. Two names for this, The Out of Towner and Metropolis Knights. Choose whichever one you like better. <laughs> Superman catches someone he thinks has fallen off a tall building as a suicide jumper, but discovers that it's actually Nightwing, none too pleased to be snatched from the air. Nightwing explains for being in Metropolis is that he is on the trail of Intergang, who are infiltrating the town of Bluehaven along with his nemesis Dudley Soames, who killed Bender White. Intergang's chief representative in Bluehaven. However, Superman soon discovers that Bender White is alive and well, asking his bosses to supply a whole host of powerful weapons to Sarms, his new associate. Elsewhere, Lois Lane is asking Jay Darrett, the Daily Planet science editor, about the robots she had previously seen being unloaded from a ship. Darrett says that what she is describing cannot be in reality. Lois leaves, frustrated. Since then, she asks around in the Acer clubs regarding the ship, the Kandahar Queen, but gets no leads. Bivo finally parts him with something seemingly inconsequential. A barge passed through without their contingent stopping in the a- into the Ace of Clubs. Intergang sends out Feroce, a team of enforcers, to get rid of Bender White, who has become very unpopular to the organization. Fortunately for Bender White, Superman and Nightwing were watching his officers and come to the rescue. The duo managed to defeat Feroce and save Bender White in the bargain. They also warn Intergang not to interfere in Bloodhaven any further, or they'll have both Nightwing and Superman to deal with. Mm. Alright. Yeah. This is more like it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I prefer the other issue, but... Um, <laughs> Alright, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this cover. Yeah, the cover's, um, cover's uh, really good. Superman's head is a bit big, which is kind of funny since we just talked about that in the other issue, but <laughs> I love Nightwing. I love the way Superman's coloured. I love... Like, I just love the artwork. The artwork's the, great. The artwork's Metropolis very strong. Knights, you yeah. know. Oh, it's very strong. And um, it's... it's it's and hard vote to... Lex 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's got that little um, yellow insignia again that you mentioned before, that um, uh, numbers, yeah, yeah. all the... Yeah. Keep track of, so 46. We've got 45 issues through. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's... It's a bit of a gamble to to do Superman just all in black, you know, as a as a silhouette, yeah. well, part silhouette because other things are highlighted. But it really works yeah. well, I think, with the um the moon in the background. And Definitely, then, yeah. And this it, happened in for all seasons as well. This black. Yes, it did. I love that one. The so, in, aut- in autumn, right in fall. Yeah, yeah, fall. So still putting out a request. Does anyone know the first time this look was used, yeah. where he's all black except for the red and the yellows? Because I'm still very curious about that. Yeah. Uh, so continue. Oh no, and just um, just saying again, a very dynamic pose from Nightwing. Um, yeah, to me, I, I much prefer this this look of Nightwing um, on the cover. Looks a lot more age appropriate. Age appropriate, um, and he's got yeah. a bit. He got a bit of. Um, he's got a bit of edge there, you know. He's he's about to do something rather than kind of like just cheekily, smirking in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, this was good. Yeah, I, I like this cover. 
So uh, I'll get to the artist, the, the credits. Chuck Dixon, guest writer. So this mm. is the only issue of Action Comics he wrote. Yeah. Pascal Ferry, guest pencils. Alvaro Lopez, guest inks. Moose Bellman, invited to stay. Comic Craft, wouldn't leave. Maureen <laughs> McTeague, provided hospitality. And Eddie Berganza was out of town. Berganza. got to be the hardest pronouncing of a bunch yeah, of names. Yeah, jeez. All right, you did well. cover, though. It was a good cover. I, the cover was done by McDaniel as well. Okay, cool. So it's got a little... Well, I'm assuming it's got his little autograph at the bottom there. So, um, so yeah, no, it's... Um, that might explain the big-headedness then as well, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a great opening page. The, the page is... Yeah, it is really good because it actually... Hark, for me, it harks back to a, a, an older era. Like, it, it just seemed very classic for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I loved it. Uh, the outer towner, you know, cheekily there. If you look behind the letters, there's um, what almost seems like a is it the Nightwing Nightwing uh, insignia? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's the out of towner. Uh, but no, very very good. Um, yeah, this art was good. It was really really good. Um, and uh, I've got to say, yeah. the writing as well. This is Chuck Dixon, but for me, this is a lot. There's so so much difference between this and what he wrote in Nightwing. Uh, There's so many more moving parts to it, and mm. like so many characters involved, like Lois, um, you know, doing her own investigations with Garrett, and then she bumps into is a Bilbo. What's his name? Um, Bibbo. Bibbo, sorry, <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. Uh, yeah, so she bumps into that. There's there's that happening on the side. Uh, you know, you got more of a. It seems to be more of a meaningful conversation here between. Superman and and Nightwing. Um, I had to laugh at the the coffee mugs. Um, <laughs> where the hell did they get them? <laughs> you know, but uh, but that's just fun. I love seeing that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how about yourself, Connor? Overall, um, man, this I I absolutely love the way Metropolis is drawn. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that was the real. Good. That's the thing that really because like. It looks it looks unique. Yeah. It looks like Metropolis. You got like it looks like the city of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not it's not grounded in reality, mm. but it's not it's not too cartoony, so like you don't have any investment. Like it looks like a real city. Yeah. Um and just like really awesome in those first few pages, oh, Metropolis. Man. And that uh that shot of the Ace of Clubs down by the docks. Uh, which one are we, where are we looking at? So where Lois is in the bar. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And there's a big panel. See that big panel with like the boat outside? Uh, yep. Sorry. I'm just, just flicking over there now. Page 11, I think. Page 11. Oh yeah. 11. Oh yeah. Uh, Ace of Clubs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like I love how that's like the CD docks. Yeah. I mean. Metrop- and it looks so good. There's so much character in this city. Yeah. Um, and much you know. more. So was it pa- Pascal Ferry, the uh, the artist and the colorers uh, and the inkers? They really do do justice to the city. You know, it's not only about the yeah. It's not only about the characters that you see. It's actually they've built a lot. And this is a yeah yeah. So all that time spent um, drawing out the Metropolis backdrop, um, drawing these moors or, or these you know this pier is um, yeah really pays off. It, look, it looks gorgeous at night, and I think mm. I think Metropolis is a really overlooked part mm. of Superman. I think like you, you don't need to make Metropolis work, but like Metropolis is so ripe. Yeah, it's so much potential, and it adds so much when you do it like this. Yes, instead of just making it a generic city. 
Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. It's not just like, uh, what do you call it, um, just background, you know, yeah. like the movies that they just have uh, just backdrops. Um, it's actually living and breathing. It's it's exactly what you want. Yeah, exactly. Like you want you want Metropolis to be, to have as much character as Gotham, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it really, really impressed me. Um, mm. So, and uh, obviously the other things about this issue are the Nightwing, Superman dynamic was great. Yeah, I love how, I do love how he thinks he's a jumper. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought that was good as well because yeah, I did not pick that up at all. You know, I, I yeah. thought it was just another maybe generic, you know, um, Metropolis citizen <laughs> um, doing something dastardly, in but peril. No, yeah. in peril. But it's it's oh, not... like the kid running on the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Every season. Yeah, yeah. Or the blind person walking across the road or something on, onto oncoming traffic. Uh, but no, it's Nightwing, and it's really, really, um, really cool. And he's saying, you know, what did you do that for? <laughs> Some <laughs> taking a leap. Uh, and Superman's drawn. I love his um, face here in a lot of the shots. Mm. Superman's got that. He's got that kind of presence to him with this. Whereas I felt that if we are to compare the two issues again, I felt that Scott uh, McDaniel's Superman, yeah, he, he kind of he did look cartoonish, but he sometimes he just looked a bit ill-proportioned at times yeah no the, the art's definitely tighter and better mm. this book. Uh, so yeah i mean the, the the part where this book loses me is the plot itself uh-huh okay like i didn't really care much for it i know who into the gang are okay. i don't know whether from what they're capable of so at least i had that but like uh i feel like was this like a plot continuing from a nightwing comic and then we have that subplot with lois and the yes Science guy, and I'm like, is this a plot running through the Superman book right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I was like, eh, but I could just look at the art, <laughs> like those those beautiful futuristic blimps in the night sky, all those lights. Ah, oh, breathtaking, man. I yeah. I wonder if this guy's done more Superman. Oh, um, he should hopefully. I mean, yeah, if he's doing anything now, still. I mean, this was in 2000, right? So a good 20 yeah. years or so ago. Hopefully, he's still around. Um, yeah, but um, you know, like all, all that all that mattered really is like there's bad guys and yeah. Superman and Nightwing got to stop them because they're, you know, they're cropping up in Blue Haven, they're causing trouble. Yeah, what well, it's so. it's got the good bit of action in it, doesn't it? And both of them are involved. And not only that, again, previously you see Superman obviously using his power of hearing. Um, again, yeah. a nice again a nice little um, can I say Daredevil esque, you know. Um, mm. thing, um, but then you get his brute force as well towards the end in the action scene against Ferris. So, uh, and Ferris, are you familiar with what are, are they? What are they? They call well, themselves. I don't, I don't know who they are. I know who Intergang okay. is though. Yeah, yeah, I, I I know Intergang. I mean, if oh god, if I have my Superman encyclopedia, but it's in another room, so <laughs> I, could, I could look up Ferris. I'll I'll do that later and talk about it in the next show. But uh, mm. yeah. But it's the name of the team, is it? Or are they a singular being or something? I think it's like the name of the unit they unit. are. Ah, okay. Yeah, Not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some cool action here. You get Nightwing yeah. in on the action as well. Uh, he's not just, you know, he's not just whistling Dixie. He, he ends up on the uh, the hovercraft or something or the disc. And uh, so he, he does his part. Superman bears a lot of the brunt. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's Superman, so... Yeah, he's the tank of the group. He's a tank. Um, I love it with yeah. the the grenade as well. He just clasps mm. it and uh, yeah, it still explodes. 
Yeah, yeah no, it's, it still blows up, and he still uh, trashes his cape. Yeah, it does. Um, so it's not indestructible in this... In this well, his suit this... is indestructible, his cape doesn't seem to be. Yeah. So as I said, I'm unclear which one it is, but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah awesome... Awesome artwork. Like, uh, yeah, my my opinion on this issue has uh, gone up since we started talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, the, the art is definitely. I was very focused on the plot itself the first time I read this. Yep. Uh, which is just easily for me the weakest point of this issue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just I, I like this just the um the layers that Chuck Dixon has has put into it. It mm. just makes it more interesting. Uh, I guess the the Nightwing one, it was it was just so straightforward, and it went from one thing to the other, and it was yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I might have another view when I reread it. Um, but I think these two go pretty well together, though. These two issues. And you said that there was a. I mean, they don't seem to be really tied together. They're not, but no. it's, it's the same writer. Yep. And chronologically, they they, they both. Yeah. yeah. They both do like a. You know, they both have different character moments for the two characters, so yeah. it's not necessarily all crammed into one issue, if that makes sense. Yeah, you can get yeah. different parts from each issue. Like, as I said, you know, not only just watching Superman, you know, yeah, yeah, go to exactly. town and stuff. Um, exactly. And this is more cooperative. Well, yeah. not cooperative, like team-up-esque, I suppose. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, um... yeah, it was good. Um, shall we, did, did you want to, any other, any other um, points? I, man, I just love this artwork. Like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the way Superman's drawn. I love the way Metropolis is drawn. I cannot stress enough how well Metropolis is, uh, drawn here. And it's mm. just, it's such a shame that Metropolis is always just taking like a back step. Yeah. In, uh, Superman comics, because I, you know, uh, I guess with Batman, I think what makes Batman great is his setting, all the characters, including him, like, you know, it all works as like a big ensemble thing. The yep. city is a character in itself yeah. and Superman, I think can carry a story wherever he is. Yeah. Regardless of his metropolis or regardless of oh, his yeah, sporting true. cast. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean you shouldn't like if he's in, cause he's in metropolis most of the time. That means you should be using this city. Yeah. And so, and uh, of course and and the people as well. See, I guess that's um, like you know it's it's nice to see Lois in this doing doing something. Um, you know she's got her own p- project to to take care of. I guess maybe that's what was lacking in Nightwing, unless you you count Chief Redhorn. Um, I don't know if he's a regular that, recurring I guess character. It's funny because that was one of my pluses with that issue is that yeah. it was just Superman and oh, Nightwing. Okay. There was no yeah. there was no subplots to keep track of. Yeah. Or anything like I just got Superman because there's a lot of Superman issues I read where I'm like Jimmy okay. Olsen, can you shut up? Uh, okay. Can we go back to Superman, please? I want to see what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. No. Okay. I, I'll get you. No, that's. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, to me, Metropolis the whole package. You, you can't not talk about or or have drop in, have a look at Lois at least. I mean, we don't see Jimmy Olsen here or or Perry White, but. Um, you know, we're given that sense that we are in Metropolis. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, should we give us a rating then? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so let's rate this. Um... Uh, how many? <laughs> I'll just go how many Nightwings. Keep it basic. Oh, um, okay. 
Not wing. How many not wing butts? Is that the thing? Not wing. His his butt shots. I just noticed that in not wing the comic book. Is that a thing? Yeah, he's infamous for his butt. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're I don't about... want to say infamous. He's famous because people like it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not. I I am not partial to dick butt, but I don't swing that way. So <laughs> no, I know. No, no, not that yet. Yeah, but like, um, it's just yeah. It was noticeable in the not wing comic book maybe because i had known of did you see rob leefield's new superman variant no uh i mean what i was gonna say it's a work of art but it's not really it's a a piece (laughs) of work is is that what you're saying he has like the the chest and the s is just wrong it's like how do you look at that like the anyway you'll see what i want to send it but he has the biggest schlong lightfield is crazy (laughs) butchers everything i don't know what's going on it was okay for a while in the nineties. I thought a lot of good issues, but yeah, I don't, he he just he's apparently he's a really nice bloke as well. But, oh no, like yeah. uh, he's uh, he's refreshingly honest mm. from what I've seen on Twitter. Oh okay, <laughs> I I don't agree with a lot of what he says, but he just he's not afraid to like things. Okay. Um, so uh, anyway, Nightwing. So, um, I'll give this since you went first last time. I'll yep. give this. Oh man. Um. So, I'll give this a seven. Okay. Uh, I thought the plot was a lot weaker in this, but, like, the, the dynamic is still there. It's yeah. still good. Mm-hmm. I still like it. I still like these two characters. Um, and, as I said, like, the artwork. Mm. It elevates this it comic does. so much for me. And an awesome cover as well. But, like, just, I, I absolutely love Metropolis. I love this world that they've built. I love being in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. love exploring it. I love just seeing it in the background all the time. Like it's just, it's just a really well put together. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, it, and it's never, it's never like, oh, look at Metropolis. Mm. No, no, know? no, yeah. Like it's just always there, and it just feels like okay, this is where they are. Because like the panels, they still focus on the characters. They're yeah. not focusing on the city itself. Like mm. outside of a couple of shots, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's not like, hey, look at me draw Metropolis. Uh, yeah, it's you know. one of those instances where you almost take for granted how much work has gone into drawing Metropolis yeah. because it's so incidental to the panel. But you look at it and you do, you know, you do appreciate and respect like the amount that's gone there. But it, yeah, it doesn't that doesn't shout out at you, you know. Yeah, you should definitely. be you should be looking at Metropolis. You shouldn't, yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, so yeah, seven from me. I really, I really like this. Okay, okay. Look, I um, as as mentioned at the beginning, I, I thought this was a lot better. I, I I enjoyed the the writing for this a lot more, I think, um, than Chuck's other um, um, story in in Nightwing. I give this um, I give it a seven Nightwings as well. Um, cool. It's again the art as well. I love the way that Superman's depicted, and um, and and obviously Nightwing as well. But um, I felt. You know, I felt I got to see a, a lot more of Nightwing here rather than him being kind of yeah. like a passive character in his own title uh, in 30. He, he actually, he, he had a lot more to do um, to do here. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, what, yeah, I can say the art. Um, Superman was drawn consistently, I thought, mm. his look. Um, and apart from that, the colours. I mean, like we, not just the drawings, like the colouring as well is really good. The, the inking... Um, is really good, and there's a lot the humor um, that you kind of get from Bendel White. He's a desperate man, but um, his secretary, 
seems to be yeah. just typing away with a little poodle. Until um, she gets knocked out the window. Just, yeah. But, she's but got thankfully a he- saved. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's fun. Like, it's yeah, it was a fun, fun issue. And I don't mind... Um, Look, apart from, oh, and if we can talk about those side plots as well, that they're, they're a lot more integrated here than in the Nightwing one, which was just tacked on at the end. Uh, this one, we, we get kind of an interweaving of, of Lois's kind of secondary um, or, you know, mission or, or you know, subplot. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it just seemed to weave and it just seemed to sit well together a lot more than, yeah, than the Nightwing. Um, so, yeah, a good seven, a good decent seven for that one. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I uh, we differ on the plot, but uh, we have the same rating, so <laughs> you know. Uh, I yeah, so I think you should. These issues are available on Comicsology, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I um, uh, I picked up my two issues from there. Definitely recommend these if you like these characters. Yes. Um, and if you wanna, if you if you're like eh on Nightwing and you don't feel like any huge inclination to read these, well at least get Action Comics 771 so you can look mm-hmm. at the artwork we've been gushing about of yeah. uh, Metropolis. Um, I mean, so. and having said that, though, I mean, and although I gave the higher rating to the Action Comics, um, it still has got me curious as to the Nightwing title. As you said, Nightwing, what was it, Year One? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not an expert on Nightwing solo no. stuff, but uh, yeah. Year One, Nightwing Year One is Chuck Dixon, same writer. Yeah. It's, good, it's a good origin. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. the character of Dick Grayson has plenty of great stories that I'm sure you can find heaps of lists yeah. online, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, so. I've heard so many good things about him as a character. I mean, for so long, I've just seen Nightwing as basically Robin um, trying to go out on his own. But I, I understand and I realise now he's, ob- he's very much a standalone of, of his own kind of a hero. Yeah. Um, so he has his own merits as Nightwing, and yeah, I'm pretty keen to explore that. Uh, and you know, we both love street level um, yes, characters. Definitely. So, uh, w- what better person to explore in the DC universe than Nightwing? Yeah, no, he's a pretty good. Well, unless there's Gangbuster, but uh, oh, Gangbuster, of course. <laughs> there's no Gangbuster solo series, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, get into that Nightwing for that street level goodness. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I wanted to see him use his um his buttons. He's got buttons as well, doesn't he? Mobili- yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the one thing lacking, but yeah, uh, yeah no, it was good. Yeah, cool. Good, good. So, uh, th- thanks for recommendations, Phil. Yeah, uh, I, re- thank you, Phil. I really enjoyed these. Um, and hey, they already had summaries written for them on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, because uh, these would have been pretty difficult for me to summarize, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that those summaries are in place. Yeah. So we have. Okay, so our plan for the next month. So there's there's things to talk about. So we do have another request from a fellow called James. I'll just Mm -hmm. get out the request now. Yeah. It's in our inbox. Hang on. We have unread messages. That can't be right. Do we? No, we don't. It just says we do. Okay. So, uh, James Young has requested that we cover Superman The Secret Years, a four-part mini from 84, uh, which has some classic Superman artists like Kurt Swong and Schaffenberger. Uh, so uh, uh, apparently that's about his years at university or something, so it's a four-issue miniseries. Oh, that sounds interesting. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. But back to eighty-four pre-crisis on Infinite Earth, so Bronze Age Superman, I suppose, would be good. Good to go back. Um. Yep. So we're not doing that next. So that's just our next request. We are doing a month of Shazam. No, this is not Ooh. going to be Shazam stories. We are going to be covering Superman and Shazam team ups. Uh, so we'll probably do, depending on how much we feel like we can talk about the movie, like mm-hmm. how much we have to say about it, we'll either do an episode on the movie or we'll just talk about it at the start of one of our episodes. Yeah. But uh, we do intend to cover Superman Shazam First Thunder. Yeah. Which is a nice little team up between the two slash origin. And there is also the Superman Shazam Return of Black Adam half hour movie, which I would love to cover during this month. Uh, animated movies so oh that'd be good that'd be good uh yeah and uh we'll, there'll be lots to talk about you know shazam and superman in general their rivalry um mm-hmm. yeah how they each other. yeah um, how they play off each other um yeah, yeah just said their rivalry I, I guess it would be interesting to see historically how they mm. kind of you know developed over the years like, yeah. like from a historical aspect not not like just in the comics yeah uh, definitely um mm. And I have actually picked up Shazam number one uh, from my local comic book store today, the <gasps> Jeff Johns run. Oh, not the original so, number one. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it'd be Shazam number oh, one. True. Well, he, he wasn't called yeah. Shazam until recently. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I think from reading the start, it's like a direct sequel to his New 52 Shazam thing. So I'm probably going to reread that first. But, uh do you, yeah. know, do you know much about Shazam, you know, f- throughout the... Oh. Like, you know, because you know the New 52, wasn't that a whole new different retelling and yeah. reboot? Do, do you know what Shazam was like before? What, what was he like post-52? Um, so and controversial change Yeah, was... Uh, so, okay, I mean, in the... So... Right, so New 52 Shazam and the movie Shazam. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, he's acting like a teenager, right? He's yep. going, he's picking up beers and that all and stuff. Well, yep. Captain uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, before the New 52 was very, like, he was a very just pure good kid. Uh-huh. You know, he was so pure, like, he was a good kid. He didn't, he would never, like, go buy alcohol in his Shazam form mm-hmm. or mess around like that. Okay. Um, so that was, like, a pretty controversial change that a lot of uh... Shazam, uh, Captain Marvel fans are still angry about. So he was kind of like a, a little a kid, uh, Steve Rogers or something, like a really good Boy Scout. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's why he was chosen, because yeah, he was yeah. so pure. That's why the wizard... Ah, I see where you're coming from now. Yeah. yeah, but now he's a bit of a, just your, your typical... Well, the ruffian. idea is like yeah. he's a bit of a delinquent. Well, he's had a bad childhood yeah. and he's going into adoption houses, so he has rough edges, but, but he... you know, on the inside yeah, he's okay. but pure. He's pure so of it's heart. Kind of like, you know, the, maybe the latter's more relatable. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, you know, it makes more sense for the previous Shazam yeah. to be chosen because he said, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a Shazam fanboy or like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like a huge Shazam fan. Like, I'm not saying I'm not an unfan. I really like Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying like, I'm not, I haven't gone balls deep or anything. So yeah. I don't really have a dog in this fight. I am fine with him being a bit of a delinquent. And I think it yeah. makes some pretty humorous moments as well. In in the uh, comic or the movie? In the in the comic, I haven't the seen comic. the movie, right. so oh, yeah, because yeah. I, I was about to say, look, um, I I I still kind of get a little irked at this. Um, some people, 
uh, expecting uh, the movies to totally reflect what's in the comics. I think the beauty of having a different medium, and this is my little, this is my little soapbox here, ending, ending the, uh, in the show, is that you know we have the ability with the movies to tweak little things here and there, and that's fine. I think it's it's never going to be the actual comic. If you want to see what's in the comic, you read the comic, right? The movies will give you something else. They'll give you a give. It will give you your your favorite heroes and characters on the screen as well, but it, yeah. it, it will have to be translated. It, it just has to because. Um, I think closer you can probably do it with like animation if you want, like with with um, with comics, uh, with um, you know movies if it's animated or what have you. But I think I think they're different art forms and yeah. um, they're different universes straight away. So um, like you're saying with the Shazam thing, um, I, I'm no big Shazam fan or whatever, but um, I think that would be good. It would work if it is a delinquent. I think that will work in the in the context of, of yeah. the DCEU, yeah, compared to, like, a, a, a straight-laced kid. Because that's well, they, just not realistic anymore, really. Yeah, and yeah. you might have annoyed a lot of people with that. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but, that, uh, it's, just, it's just my opinion. Like, it's, it's, yeah. um, and, and it's, uh, you know, I, I, I totally would like to respect other people's opinions as well, but it's just uh, that's my view, and it's, yeah. Yeah, it, it's been based heavily off, the Jeff Johns New Fifty Two yep. Shazam and the current Shazam and like it's yeah. funny because I was asking about uh, I was I don't know I was talking about Shazam and then someone said the New Fifty Two run was good and I'm like oh is that the run everyone hated mm. and people are like oh I still hate this yeah right you know people are still angry about this yeah change. okay um, yeah and it's it's just yeah I I'm I'm on your page yeah. but I think there's like if you're adapting certain if you're adapting material, you have to keep certain things. Yeah, got, um, yeah, for sure. But like, then it becomes subjective use, what you keep. Like, you know. Well, let, let's use the Hobbit trilogy yep. for mm-hmm. an example. Mm-hmm. So that the, the the Hobbit trilogy isn't really that much about Bilbo Baggins. Mm. Whereas, like, that was the whole point of the book. That was the point of yeah. that work. I think was the Hobbit, his journey and yeah. how he impacted everyone around him. I think and that, there was larger yeah. things going on around him, sure, yeah. but. Yeah. The movie took focus away from that, and for yeah. God's sake, when you when the third movie's called the Battle for Five um, yeah. Battle of Five Armies, you know it's missing the point. Like, yeah, well, I think the Hobbit is a, is a yeah, it's an unfair comparison because we know that the Hobbit was one book and stretched out. The money, yeah, yeah, we we know it, it was on its sleeve. The writing was on its sleeve. There, what they were doing, and it, they were just stretching it out for, for the sake of it. So, I mean, yeah. You well, would... I think the first movie is good, mm-hmm. but, uh, like, even in the second movie, but, like, the segments in Mercury, Bilbo's role is just downplayed, yeah. and, like, the, the message of those movies is just not the same as the book until, like, the last 15 minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, that was just my example for, yeah. like, you know, because you, you can, uh, like, Lord of the Rings... So yep. many differences, a lot of differences from the books to the yep. movies, but it still has the same message. It, it still does. has the same feeling. It certainly does. Yeah, exactly. It, it, um, it captures it captures the spirit of the of the book. Um, yeah, and there's, it, there's I mean, like chunks of the book cut out. And oh, exactly. Out, One know. of my favorite characters, Tom Bombadil, never featured in all of the movies. Like you know, uh, he was Tom that... Dillio, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, he's awesome because I love it because he's just not connected to anything and he's powerful. Mm. And uh, he doesn't. He's indifferent. Like he just doesn't want anything to do with it. But yeah, I can understand why they cut him out because he doesn't serve 
a greater purpose for the story that you have to cram yeah. in in their case three and a half hours or whatever so yeah. um so you have to um put the stuff away um but yeah uh, look obviously people like what they like um and yeah it's um it's, it's hard to do to, yeah, to, to, it's, it's to always appease everyone. tricky territory yeah um I think we can all agree that it is it is a hard a balancing act, um, but yeah. Mm. Well, there's a textless version of this cover. I'll send it to you on Facebook. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Well, um, on that note, yes. I hope <laughs> we yeah, so Shazam, looking for plans. Yeah, yes. looking forward to Shazam. Yeah, it'll be so good. Two and... weeks, so mm-hmm. the eighth uh, Shazam comes out before then, so we'll yeah. be seeing that. Yes. Uh, you know, that'd be good. Um, that'd be good. And uh, we might, we might hate it. Who knows? But if we do hate it, we'll just talk about it at the start of one of the episodes, and then just yeah. move on to. And look as well, we're gonna. I'm gonna try. You know, I'm not saying I'm gonna preempt that we'll hate it or anything like that. But you know, we'll try to give it a decent critique. You know, it's not yes. gonna be fueled with emotion and just like this sucks. I hate it. Blah blah blah. Because that's not gonna actually serve any purpose. All that serves is just showing how much we hate it. Um, so we're going to try to, if, if we do, um, and same as if we do love it, we'll give good points as to why. Um, but, yeah, bearing in mind it's all all our personal taste. I mean, yeah, um, you know, uh, if you love it, that's fantastic. And if you hate it as well, well, you know, there are other movies out there as well. So we'll, we'll try to be as fair as we can. Yeah, yeah. I mm. mean, personally, personally, I think I'll like it because I, I just, yeah. I just, I'm just looking for a good time. So. Yeah, well, see, that's that's you it know? as well. Can I? I mean, you know, without um, keeping the listeners here too long, um, a lot of a lot of uh, levels of enjoyment I find for movies come from uh, this expectation and how you kind of prepare yourself to watch the movie. Yeah. You know, if you go into the movie like going, "Oh, this is going to be crap. I'm going to hate this thing." You know, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You are going to because you convince yourself. But if you're in that mode of going, man, this is cool. I'm going to get myself some popcorn. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to just, you know, um, just enjoy, um, forget about everything on the outside world and enjoy it. I reckon that's the best time that you have with movies. Yeah. Um, There's obviously exceptions where hopes and dreams are shattered or you really like a movie you thought you'd hate. But, you know... Generally, yeah, yeah, you are yeah, you are true. definitely correct. Like, if you go in expecting to hate a movie, yeah. the odds are probably on you will hate it. That's yeah. just where the odds lie. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, going from from your point as well, I just um, saw just uh, someone on Twitter, um, a friend of uh, the other show, say that um, wasn't too happy with the film because it had too high expectations of it, and that's how mm-hmm. you can kind of sabotage yourself as well. Like, yeah. you can be a massive fan, which is good. Um, and great, but yeah, if you have these um, expectations, which of course it comes with fandom, um, then yeah, you could, you know, find yourself um, not enjoying yeah. it. I've, I've I've experienced that many times as well. I've ex- expecting too much from something. Yeah. Um, so the best thing is to be naive, <laughs> and uh, yeah. to be positive going in. I mean, look, I. I watched the trailer where he threw the Batman doll at the villain, and the doll said, "I'm Batman," and I laughed. So that, that's what. <laughs> well, that's good. Know, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm going to try to get look, Connor. You know, I know, I know, I kicked and screamed before, but I'll try. I'm going to try and watch this. Um, but yeah, but I'm going to try and keep an open mind as well. Yeah, I mean, look, it, we we have good books to talk about, regardless. Yeah, so. of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
All right. Well, until next time, guys. Uh, may uh, Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> and also, uh, if you see someone falling through the sky at rapid velocity, it might be Nightwing. I don't know. Exactly. But move out of the way. Um, yes. Just, yeah. If you're Superman, catch them. Exactly. And set up a cafe or a small coffee shop on top of a building because yeah, you never I know. That. I, yeah, where? I mean, I feel like maybe <laughs> Superman's just prepared for these. Like, he just has a mug somewhere. <sighs> super, I don't know. Super, seeds, that super speed, Connor. Freaking just he's zip like over. Hidden mugs on every rooftop in Metropolis. Because <laughs> he's probably wanted to have a coffee before just on a rooftop, right? So. Yeah. Well, that caffeine yeah. would just go through him really quickly, wouldn't it? You'd get like a nanosecond of, of stimulation. Maybe he likes the taste. Not oh, true. Yep. Who knows? Good point. Superman, can you come on our podcast? Oh. Some crazy guy thinks you're real, so. Um. <laughs> Superman and Shazam, come on. Yeah. Okay, maybe. All right, see you guys. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.